It is Friday. Come, let us savor two poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso of the Buddha Joy Meditation School. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Our first poem. In Tantric Buddhism, there are several ways to center our energy, of course. For through the centering of energy, we could experience the centering of mind. There are many subdivisions of Buddhist Tantra. In Father Tantra, we first center our energy at the heart. As we have seen in Naropa's second yoga of clear light, and in his fifth yoga of the three bringings. In Mother Tantra, one first centers their energy in the lower abdomen, as we see in Naropa's first yoga of inner heat. However, in most tantric guided meditation texts, or sadhanas if you prefer Sanskrit. Energy is first centered at the crown of the head or above the crown of the head, either by visualizing the presence of a Buddha there, or the presence of one's teacher there, or the presence of a syllable there, or as a byproduct of, of practicing Naropa's first yoga of inner heat, or his fourth yoga of transference of consciousness. The latter is favored by many Dzogchen yogis, including the 14th Dalai Lama of Tibet. Although these centering techniques are not panaceas for all life's problems, they are remarkably efficient ways to prepare for contemplative practice thus creating the metaphoric even playing field when we meditate, so that we will not begin, as it were, behind the eight ball. This morning's second and final poem. Many self-appointed masters of manifesting have scolded me, decrying that my Buddhist practice must be impotent for, after all, I do not possess the outward trappings of wealth to the degree they do. I would beg to differ, for when contrasted with others who, like me, were born with fetal alcohol syndrome, I possess a wealth of health. When contrasted with others who, like me, were born with birth trauma brain damage, I possess a wealth of health. When contrasted with others who, like me, endured juvenile onset PTSD for the worst of possible reasons, I possess a wealth of health. When contrasted with other monks, I possess a wealth of dharma realizations. I have a loving tantric partner. I live in a beautiful apartment in a friendly neighborhood. I have several sets of robes 
I have plenty of vegan food. I have internet access and the means to teach the Buddha's methods digitally. In view of all that, I am rather fortunate. If you have found value in these videos and live streams and podcasts and blog posts and class materials, numerous and free to download, then I invite you to support this channel with a monthly donation um, by using the link which can be found in the description area below this video. If you cannot do this at this time, then I invite you to do four things. If you are new to this channel, I invite you to click the subscribe button and to click the notification button in the shape of a bell. I also invite, if you are returning to this channel, I also invite you to collect the collect <laughs> can click the thumbs up like button as well as type in um, a comment for these four things really help with the algorithm. And this seems like a good time to dispel the myth of monastic greed. For in the Tibetan tradition, neither monks, nor yogis, nor even lamas are supported by monasteries, but must actually pay for room and board and supplies. And to do that, they rely, they seek patronage from amongst their relatives and friends and students and strangers. Those who cannot do that wander as vagabonds. My friends, I thank you for your time and your kind attention. Until next we meet, may you and yours be happy and healthy.